All right, you degenerates, it's that time of the week again, NFL. We're going to be talking week two bets here on Game On. Welcome, welcome, welcome if you're new. This show, this community, this army of degenerates, what we do is we all work together to try to find the best bets every day, every weekend, and share and share them with each other. We try to work together. And we talk them out. And we do that over on our locals page. I'll get into that in a second. But that's what this show is. I, today, I'm going to give you all my thoughts on everything on the NFL. If you want my card, you want to know actually what I'm betting on because I do post every single thing that I bet, that I personally bet. And I do that over on my uh, locals page, gameon.locals.com. That's gameon.locals.com. Promo code gameon gets you uh, gets you access to uh, one free month of seeing what it's like being a subscriber there, a supporter there. You can join for free. And see and get a whole bunch of stuff for free. But if you want to be a part of that that team that jumps in the live chats and we just start dropping picks all day, live bets, uh, baseball bets, football, anything, anything we're betting, it's all in that live chat. It's pretty fun, pretty fun. Those things are getting uh, more and more people in there, and I'm I'm really enjoying it. But uh, yeah, gameon.locals.com is where you do that. But yeah, we work together. That's the whole point. We're we're here to take down the books, not try to be better than each other. Um, I tell a lot of MLB stuff because I, I'm, I'm focused up on NFL, as you're going to find out. Um, we got we got a, a couple guys in there. They're really good at UFC picks. I mean, we we got everything. And, and we I don't remember a day that the chat hasn't been profitable. So it's it's been fun. Come check it out. I mean, if, if you like sports, if you like fantasy, anything like that, anything with sports, sports betting, come check out the page, gameon.locals.com. It's a great time. Great time. Okay, like I said, yeah. NFL week two bets. Now, I'm really, really excited for this week because I feel very confident. And it's not just because I know a bunch of smart people that are on the same side of me. It's actually kind of the opposite. There's several plays where I, I respect some cappers, but I'm on the other side. And here's a little hint to you guys that are watching this on video. You might notice I got this porn mustache going right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I usually don't bust out the the mustache this early in the season, all right? But when I do, when I do bust out the mustache, you do not want to be on the opposite side of a bet as me. That's all I'm saying. That's how confident I am this weekend, people. Ah, It's going to be fun. Also, cheers. We drink beer on this show, all right? You don't have to, but uh, if you do, crack a cold one. We're going to talk some picks and uh, just have a silly goose time. So what I'm going to go over, I'm going to go over each game. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to tell you kind of what I like. Uh, if you want my official card or stuff that I've already better, my teaser pool, teaser pool went 14, two and one last week. Um, I just picking right up where I left off last year with teasers. Teasers are so, so fun and, and a great way to be profitable. If you know how to do them right, if you know how to do them right. Hey, by the way, too, before we jump into week two, I do do a Sunday sweep show. That's where every Sunday 90 minutes before kickoff, I go live on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash game on podcast and uh, come join. It's live. We have a live chat. You can ask your questions, fantasy questions, uh, same, same game parlay, any, anything you want. We'll go over everything. We'll fine tune the card. Why is it the sweep show? Because on Sundays we are looking to sweep the card. That is why. And that's why it's a Sunday sweep show. It was fun. Last week was fun. It flew by. I thought 90 minutes would be a long time, but it went, went by way too fast. 
way too fast. And uh, you never know who's going to pop in either. Uh, Sharp popped in. That was fun. Maybe he'll pop in again this week. Uh, maybe Midwest Mike. I know the the boys from Major Plays is going to be coming in uh, one of these weeks. They're going to pop in and have hang out and have a good time. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. All right. First game. Uh, so by the way, we won last night. Giants plus four. I, I I'm just going to recap on that before I get into this first game. I I think the Giants should have won that. And uh, it's funny in betting how one one play can change everything. Um, I'm not mad at it, but it's like that touchdown that was dropped in the end zone. Granted, it was a bad pass, and but also, you know, like Jerry Rice says, if you can touch it, you can catch it. So maybe that wide receiver should have pulled it in uh, for the Giants. Uh, I mean, that would have it would have probably sealed the deal, a win for them. We were still profitable yesterday, up uh, about 1.8 units, but that would have been a, a money line bet that we had on the Giants, and then also Daniel Jones over one and a half passing touchdowns would have hit. So it's just crazy. One play can like make or break so many different bets. Um, it's at least the ones that we were on and who knows what, what, what they were for what, you know, passing yards, receiving yards, whatever that it also would have affected for other people that had those bets. So it's crazy. That's, that's the sport of gambling people sport of gambling. And I love it. Okay. First game, new Orleans at Carolina. Do not overreact here to what we saw from new Orleans. I have been, I have been very high on new Orleans because I thought Jameis, I thought, you know, I respect coach Payton. And uh, I, I think Jameis is actually going to have a really good year there. Uh, who I, I don't know. I'm not saying he's going to be the best quarterback in the league, but I, I think it's a good fit. And uh, so, but don't overreact. That's, that's a lot of people are overreacting to that blowout. I think that that blowout says more about Green Bay than it does the Saints. Now, what also uh, worries me is um, Saints are going to be able out, out a couple of their linemen because of COVID issues and, and some coaching issues. I think some coaches aren't going to be able to be there either or haven't been there this week. It's a big red flag. That's a big red flag. I'd stay away from this. Let me pull up the lines real quick. I've got right now the line is Carolina's catching three and a half at home. I, you know, if I were to play this, I would, I'd be on the three and a half with Carolina. I would um, over under 45 feels about right. I don't think we're going to see much scoring in this game. I think we're going to see uh, uh, some struggling, but I think Carolina has an edge here. I think um, their defensive line is going to be able to get through that offensive line and kind of um, throw a wrench into the saints plans. And then also I think not, I don't really like betting on Sam Darnold. I really don't, but He's got Christian McCaffrey there, and, and McCaffrey looks good. He looked really good week one. It looks like he's going to bounce back and have a typical year that he usually does. So um, I think that's the huge edge in this game, and and, and we'll see. But I think if you're you're talking two divisional uh, opponents, I would go. I would go with. I would go with the home team if you're going to get three and a hook on it. Three and a hook. I wouldn't even be surprised if Carolina won this outright. It was just weird things happen in these divisional games. Weird things happen, especially when you've got you, uh, you know, you're starting half of your starting offensive line out. So that's my warning on there. That's my warning with the Saints. Houston at Cleveland. Now, where's this line at? The line is at. 13 now cleveland is laying 13 at home i'll tell you they definitely cleveland has that offense to be able to put up 45 points and blow people out uh they looked very very impressive um in week week one but you know then then, then that second half they kind of went back to being cleveland all they had to do was get one more score or just respond once or um 
hate to say stop the Chiefs, but you know, on defense just one time, and they probably win that game. That that first half was so much different. It was such a higher tempo, higher confidence, more risk taking um, uh, from Cleveland, and you could just feel they had all the momentum. In the second half, they just kind of. You know, they had a 12 point lead and they felt like they were trying to, you know, protect the lead more so than try to go out and win the game and uh, ultimately ended up losing. And, you know, part of that's because it's the Chiefs. The Chiefs are really good, but Houston looked good too. But I, you know, I told you I, I liked Houston, but then I couldn't remember if, and then I, I had a small early bet on them and I was going to double down on it. But I was like, I think Houston might be trying to tank this year because. You know, they're traded before, you know, a week before the season starts, they trade away their best defensive player. And so I, I don't know, but they, they went out and they, and they got it done. And um, I think it's the Jags were just, are just bad. And I think Houston's bad. And I think Cleveland probably should cover this number, but I can tell you, I don't like laying 13 with Cleveland. I mean, if I'm going to lay double digits, I probably, this would probably be the team I would do it with in this matchup. I'm definitely not taking uh, the Texans, even as good as Tyrod Taylor seemed to have played last game. I'm not taking them on the road in Cleveland. Over under 48. Might look at the over, but then again, it depends on what I what I think I'm going to get from Houston there. Uh, so if anything, I would, uh, I'm probably going to have, I think Cleveland does win. I think it is likely they win by double digits, but instead of laying 13, maybe I'll tease them down to minus six, minus six and a half. Uh, you know, do a six and a half point or a seven point teaser. Get them down below that number because I'm pretty confident Cleveland is gonna is gonna win this one, um, at least by a touchdown. So that might be one way to approach this game if you want to be a little bit more safe with it, or if you just want to. I mean, if you want to lay a bunch of vig, it's there's nothing wrong if if you really like a team, think they're gonna win. There's nothing wrong with just betting them on the money line. Um, I wouldn't money line parlay a bunch of stuff together. I'd rather tease, but um, just minus six twenty five. I mean, okay, you put, you know. You put six for you out there that don't don't know what that means. Let's say you put you'd have to put sixty two dollars and fifty cents down, and you would win ten dollars if they won the game. I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but it's like, do you think they're going to lose to Houston? Take the t- free ten bucks. There's nothing wrong with that. Take the free. Put your sixty two fifty down. Take the free ten bucks, and then go put that ten bucks on something else. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I got for the Cleveland Houston game. Um, also, the one bonus about being over and seeing my full card, which I have posted now on Locals, um, I update it as the weekend goes on and as I place more bets, but uh, you get first access access to that. But also, um, when the player props are out, I'll add my player props to there too. Last week, player props, really, really good. Really, really good. I say that like I'm shocked. I'm not shocked, but I mean, it was... It, <laughs> I was I was very satisfied and happy with with how uh, the player props went because I had a lot of plus money ones and they 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 cashed. That's what we like, we're like cash, baby, like cash. Hmm. Cincinnati at Chicago. I can tell you right now, Chicago is going to be my survivor team. I had the Panthers last week. I'm using Chicago. One of the reasons why. Um, I'm using them as my survivor pick is because I don't know when I'm going to use Chicago again the rest of the year. So I think that's kind of. Uh, an advantage right now get them in a matchup that i like everyone's against chicago look how terrible chicago looked i mean god that the one thing that went good for chicago was their defense right and their defense looks old and they couldn't stop the rams and they got blown out by 20 and Meanwhile, oh my God, Joe Burrow and that offense—they look so good. Don't uh, let's let's not, not not pay attention to the fact that the um, 
Vikings gave up 12 penalties in the first half. No, 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 no. Let's not look at We don't really know how good the Vikings are going to be. Um, no, 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 no. Cincinnati, Burrow, he's going to, him and Lamar Chase, they're going to, they're going to just probably three touchdowns this weekend, huh? Listen, the game's minus one Chicago. It's in Chicago. I love Chicago in this matchup. Um, I, it's just one of those things that everyone is going to be riding Cincinnati, and I think it's an overreaction, and I will fade the overreaction in a game that I basically get at Pickham. So I just need Chicago to win at home. I, I don't think Cincinnati's a good team. I don't think they're a good enough team to go into anywhere on the road and be a Pickham. Uh, so... I'll take I'll take Chicago all day and pick them, and that's gonna be my survivor pick too. Uh, the show survivor pick so far, uh, we posed for, or I mean, for the locals page, I, I entered us into a survivor pool too, and uh, we won last week with uh, San Francisco, and this week uh, the polling shows uh, the majority of the people are voting on we're gonna take the Patriots on the road uh, facing the Jets, and we'll get to that game here soon. All right, Las Vegas at pittsburgh this one's a tricky one another one where everyone's going to be it's not even everyone i think it's it's going to be really hard for vegas to bounce back um very emotional game it felt like it the it swung back and forth several times in the end including in overtime and uh it, it feels like they you know those players probably went out and partied a little hard in, in vegas right and you got to remember that game ended around midnight east coast time now they got to go play a early morning you know short week early morning 10 a.m you know one i guess 1 p.m 10 a.m uh vegas time uh against pittsburgh who pittsburgh looked really good in pittsburgh you know at home that's when you want to bet on pittsburgh is at home on the road they're a little shaky i was was surprised they got it done against the bills i think a lot of people were i mean they were a six and a half point dog for a reason um, but Vegas, if you're going to fade Vegas, if you don't want to touch this line or anything like that, because it is Pittsburgh minus six, kind of feels right to me. I don't know if I would tease uh, Steelers down because they're, I mean, the Raiders have a chance of winning this game. I don't think they do, but I mean, they definitely have a chance. So uh, I, I usually don't like teasing um, teams down to pick them all that much unless i'm super confident i'd rather tease the dog up but i mean i could see the steelers blowing out the raiders too if they come out super flat so maybe this is something where we look for team totals that's what i'm gonna be looking at when those releases let's see you know the the raiders team total and let's go under if we think they're going to come out uh being flat because that pittsburgh defense is is really really good and we saw that last week we saw what they were able to do against the bills um the bills who were in the afc championship last year and, and they, they they totally handled the bills excellently last week i was very impressed uh over under 47 i'm probably looking to tease that under uh tease it under 53 i just uh i don't think there's gonna be too much scoring from either side of this because i'm still not super impressed with um pittsburgh's offense okay but yeah yeah i'm, I'm gonna try to find clever ways to fade vegas now, this is one that a lot of people, a lot of people, Buffalo at Miami. Buffalo was a three and a half point favorite last I checked. Let's see where we're at. Oh, they're, they're minus three favorite now on my book, but it's minus, it's juiced to minus 125. So it's right there. Three and a half, three. Listen, you just gotta, you gotta just trust me on this one. This is a gut feeling. Miami, I think Miami wins this game. 
I, I really do. I, and, and you, you can show the stats to me that, you know, they, they were out outperformed. You should probably show it lost to New England up in New England, uh, but they got it done. And you can show me that Tua's QBR was trash. It was like 36. Yeah, I get it. You tell me that Buffalo statistically, uh, statistically should have beat Pittsburgh, um, but, you know, just found a way to lose. I get that. I get all of that. But, I mean, everyone's thinking Buffalo can't lose this game. And, yeah, they're going to be the more desperate team. But also think about this. Miami knows, one, we've got great coaching in Miami. Brian Flores, I love what he's doing down there. That defense is going to be prepared. They're home. And, and Miami knows if they win this game, not only are they 2-0, but they're on top of the division, and they just got to win against Buffalo, who is going to be 0-2 at that point. It's going to be real, real hard for Buffalo to come back to reclaim the division. I mean, that's a huge leg up, huge leg up for Miami. So there's a lot on the line for Miami. I think Miami gets it done, and I'm definitely taking the three and a hook because I think this thing's going to be real close. I think it's going to come down to the wire. I think it's going to come down to a last-second field goal. And if I have three and a hook, it doesn't matter who's kicking that field for the field goal for the game winner, I'm going to win. So that's I can tell you that's one of my favorite plays of the week is, is Miami plus three and a half. It's one of those a lot of people wouldn't aren't too excited to jump on, but um, I like it. I like it a lot. Getting a little low here. Might have to grab another brewski. Oh, yeah. L.A. Rams at Indy. This one is tough. This one I'm probably going to stay away from. Uh, The line is Rams minus 3.5 right now, over under 48.5. You know, Rams looked impressive, but I don't know how much of that is, you know, is, is Stafford... You know, is is it really he's that good with all those weapons? Probably, probably. Um, but uh, I'm just I need another I need another week or two with the Rams. Same thing with Indy. I think Indy's going to get better as the year goes on because of Wentz getting more playing time with that offense. But uh, Indy at home, I don't I don't I'm not ready to bet against them at home. I know Seattle just went in there and did their thing, but um, you would think logic tells you, well, the Rams should be able to go and do the same thing. Yeah, but this is the NFL. Anything can happen. Week by week, I mean, like I said, I think Indians, Indy, uh, Indy ends up getting <laughs> better throughout the season, and uh, I think this might be a closer competitive game. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams went in there and blew them out. If, if they did that, then that tells me more about Indy than it does the Rams. And uh, if Seattle and, and the Rams can go in there and blow you out, well, you've got some serious issues, especially uh, losing two at home like that. I mean, I, very concerned with Indy. So it's another one, one of those ones where I want to stay away from and I want to just watch, take notes, get a little bit more data before I'm ready to bet either of these teams. San Francisco at Philadelphia. Now I know, I know a lot of sharp, sharp people. Let me see where the line's at. Where's the lines? It's now three. Okay. Philly's getting three at home. I know a lot of sharp people that are taking Philly at home against San Francisco. And I know it's kind of the public's probably going to be on San Francisco. And uh, I'm with San Francisco on this one. Here's the thing. I don't think Philly's good. I didn't think Philly was going to be good before week one. I thought Philly had a chance to beat Atlanta and they did. I think it tells us how bad Atlanta is that they, they got beat up by Philly. Then, then, you know, how good Philly actually is. And I understand Philly's going to be home. And this is a second road game in a row for San Francisco. But one one thing that Shanahan does with his team, and he's been doing the last couple of years, 
he goes out and uh, when they have a East Coast game, they stay on the East Coast. When they have a back-to-back East Coast game, they stay out there. They don't go home. And it's worked out really well. Uh, they end up winning uh, the last two seasons. They they Both the times that they did that, they went 2-0 in those games. They won both games, and they blew out the team and covered. Uh, I think we see that again here. And I, I think I, San Francisco is more talented and a better team. And I know they have injury issues and, and whatnot, but I, I think I really think they're going to get a lot of pressure on uh, Hertz, and we'll see what he he can do. But I... I, I, I like San Francisco. I think we have a huge edge. I think this could be an ugly game. I think they could they could blow out Philly in this game. Very confident in it. And uh, I'll, I'll take San Francisco all day, every day. This, this is one of my favorite bets of the weeks as well as San Francisco. I, I respect and I know a lot of sharp people that are going to be on Philly. Uh, I don't think this is a spot to take Philly. And that's just because I'm just not high on Philly in general. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where I'm at. Sounds a little square, but, some, you know, Squares don't lose every pick, right? <laughs> Cheers. Denver at Jacksonville. The line is where are we at. Where are we at? Where are we at? Denver is going in there, and Denver's a six-point favorite on the road. I think Denver gets this done because I think Jacksonville's just terrible. But, 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 but be cautious out there, people. NFL road favorites, you want to be cautious taking those. Uh, I'm even cautious. Like the thing, the, my first instinct is just to say this line feels right, but I feel like a ton of people, especially the public, is just all over Denver. And I like what Denver's done. I like their defense. I like what Teddy Two Gloves is out there doing. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, he's, he's not going to turn the ball over, make many mistakes. I like Denver. Denver should roll in this game. I'm just telling you, careful laying that six. I'm even cautious about teasing them down. I kind of might, I, every part of me wants to tease them down, but I'm probably only going to do that in like maybe one or so. Te- I'm not going to mix it into a whole bunch of stuff like I normally would because, uh, I mean, we, we could get burned on this real easy. And so um, just be cautious if you're going to throw them in a money line parlay or tease them down to pick them and, I would stay away from that because uh, maybe Tim 10 point teaser, you can get him down to, you get him to plus four. I mean, but uh, yeah, I, I Denver should Denver absolutely should win this game. Jacksonville has not shown us anything. And now Lawrence is going in there against, uh, against that, that one of the top five defenses in the league. I mean, we saw what he did last year against or last week against Houston. I mean, he's staring down his receivers and they're just picking them off. So he does that. I mean, Denver's going to eat them up all day, but uh, it's one of those ones that looks too good to be true. So I, out of all the years of doing this, know to be very, very cautious with this pick. And that's my only advice to you out there that uh, maybe is a little bit newer to this. Uh, don't 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 just go for the for sure easy lock because uh, it's usually more of a sweat than that. Ooh, I like this one. As you guys know, right there, uh, New England at the Jets. Like I said, <clears throat> you want to make Belichick mad, you make a mistake. You want to get benched or cut, no matter how good you played. Make a mistake that costs you the game. Damian Harris did that. New England all in all, should they should have won the game against Miami. Uh, Belichick knows how important it was to win that game last week. And now that they're 0-1, he knows that they can't go 0-2 if they're going to have any you know, playoff 
aspirations this season to be competitive to even win the division. I'm telling you, this one could get ugly. I liked I like what we saw from Mac Jones. His QBR was 79 last week. Um, he, you know, he, he he's very very uh, composed out there. Definitely is already be trying to get into a leadership role, commanding the team. And I mean, the, the Patriots defense looks really really nice too. So, and I saw nothing from the Jets. And we know how Belichick is against rookie quarterbacks too. So Wilson's gonna have himself a day tomorrow or uh, Sunday with New England comes to town pissed off off a loss. So there's just too many things going right. You know, Belichick off a loss, Belichick against rookie quarterbacks. Um, let me see what the, where we at, where we at, where we at, there we go. Uh, so it's New England minus six. This one I would feel confident and I have uh, teased down because I, I don't think New England loses this game. So I tease it down to pick them. Uh, I tied it in with the Giants last night and, and I'll probably tie it in with a couple other college picks and stuff that I like. Over under 43 kind of feels right. Um, if anything, maybe tease that down, uh, uh, you know, under 49, under 50, kind of like that. But because uh, I don't know how much scoring the Jets are going to do, and, and the Patriots, you know, I think it's still going to take them a little while to figure out their offense. Um, I think they'll just do enough, and they'll play very conservative if they get a lead. I don't think they're going to be trying too much as they, tr- you know, develop their young rookie quarterback. So that's what I like in the game. And you guys know I'm not a homer. I, I tell you, if I didn't like the Patriots, um, and I, I will throughout the season, you'll see when I when I don't like them in a spot. Minnesota at Arizona, man, man, man. You guys know how high I am on Minnesota this year, but I, I just got, I, I was going to bet this game. I was going to tease this game. I was going to do a whole bunch of this stuff, but um, one, I'm really impressed with Arizona. I, I, I was high on Arizona too. We had them last week. We had Arizona and a money line parlay with New Orleans, both one. That was nice. A little plus 500 parlay cashes. We love when that happens, but you know, it's, it's a, uh, Minnesota should should be a lot better than they are. Um, I think the plus three and a half is a good look with them because uh, this is all new to Arizona. Arizona, yes, it was an impressive win, but uh, you know, prove it. You know, do it again, and then do it again, and then do it again. You know, I'm not ready. I don't think they've taken that step yet, so I'd be cautious with Arizona because I feel like everyone everyone is on on you know gambling Twitter. I'm looking, everyone's telling me Arizona minus three and a half is a lock. I'm like, ooh, I don't like when I see that from people when everyone's saying it. Um, but I don't feel confident with the Vikings right now. I don't. And some things that I've heard is you know Zimmer might have. I, I respect Coach uh, Zimmer one of the best, but uh, a lot of people think he's lost the locker room with his issues with this whole COVID and the vaccine thing. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see. But uh, if he has lost that locker room, it's going to be a long season and uh, I'm not willing to gamble on that. I'm not willing to bet against him, but I'm not willing to bet on him. So as much as I want to touch this game and I want to just, I want to bet it so many different ways and maybe i'll find a prop or something that i like but um uh, i'm gonna stay away from the side in total for now on that there's too much unknown for me 
Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Now, I don't, and you guys are going to say this is a homer pick. I do not like laying double digits, but if I'm going to do it, I'm going to make a case for you why you would want to lay 12 and a half with Tampa Bay. I'll tell you right now, tease Tampa Bay down to minus six and a half. Boom. Already done that. Lock that in. Tease them down to minus six and a half. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's that's what we're going to get there. I, I think I think Tampa's going to roll in this game. But here, here's here's one one interesting thing that sold me. On, on on wanting to lay the points with Tampa Bay. We saw what I, it's it's more so of who the Falcons are. And Heavy Steps knows this, and uh, he, he's talked about it. Maybe in our Survivor Bowl, we just pick whoever's playing Atlanta, right? But um, last week when Philly beat them, Philly only blitzed 3% of the time. They they came every play with with four four linemen and Matt Ryan was the second most pressured quarterback last week. Yeah, I said that right with only bring him four. They still got to him so much that he was the second most pressured quarterback in week one. Let me tell you something about the Tampa Bay team. They like to blitz. They blitz 51% of the time when they played Dallas last week, Todd Bowles is going to blitz the hell out of them. And maybe, maybe Matt Ryan can get the ball out quick and that's what he wants. And he wants to be blitzed. He is a veteran quarterback, so that is definitely definitely an option. But I mean that that defense is it was a little shaky week one, but it should keep just getting better. And if if bringing four, they could cause that much damage. I I I think they're gonna have a nightmare, a nightmare day trying to beat Tampa Bay. A nightmare day. Um. So <laughs> I just I I don't I don't. I don't see it. Plus, also offensively, who's stopping that, that Tampa Bay offense on on Atlanta? Who who's stopping them? Who who's your third cornerback that's going to cover one of their receivers? Because you know you're going to cover Antonio Brown, you're going to cover Godwin and Evans all at once. I might be looking at Evans for a touchdown. He was kind of quiet in Week One. I'm looking for him to maybe bet him over on yards or bet him, uh, you know, to catch a touchdown. Um, you would think Tom would want to get him going. I like Godwin. I like Godwin this year. If you got him in fantasy, I would keep him. Uh, or try to trade for him if you can, because I think Godwin's going to have himself a nice year, as we already saw in week one. But yeah, that, that's my argument. I usually wouldn't lay 12 and a half in the NFL. That's crazy talk, but uh, I'm definitely teasing it down, and I think I will end up laying the 12 and a half, because I don't see how Atlanta stands a chance in this game. But, you know, it is what it is. Okay. This one is my... If I had this, I, I, the line keeps moving against me and I keep loving it more and more and I keep betting it. And, uh, it's just Tennessee at Seattle, Tennessee looked terrible. One thing I love, I love doing in the NFL is finding a spot to look at a team that got embarrassed, kind of like Green Bay did. Green Bay got embarrassed last, last week. Um, but, uh, there's other reasons why I'm going to stay away from Green Bay, but Tennessee, got embarrassed against Arizona for, and this is what I mean by that is like how they were expected to be offensively with the addition of Julio Jones. I mean, they, they had high expectations of what this team uh, should be doing, you know, running with Henry, uh, you know, you got, you know, Brown and, and Julio there. And, it, and then it's just, and then they come out and they can't even like, they look so off. Tannehill looks so off with with Jones, and I and I understand when when I'm talking with like Sharp, he he, he um 
he he was saying, you know, well, Julio is a deep threat. Tannehill doesn't throw deep. Uh, you know, what, what it's going to take him weeks to get figured out. And I, and I get that. But listen, I think Tennessee is going to be all right this season. I think they're going to be all right. And I think that they can move the ball. I think one thing that they, they can do is run the ball. And if they get back and establish the run, I think they're going to be able to keep in there with Seattle. On top of that, Seattle usually somehow finds a way to keep the game a one-score game. Now the line is plus six and a half. I liked it at five and a half. I really like it at six and a half. So if you're going to give me six and a half, I will take Tennessee. I even am probably going to sprinkle a little bit on the money line here and then look to live bet hedge if I need to. But I think I think this is a get-right game. I think they got embarrassed last week, and I think Tennessee bounces back. Everyone hates Tennessee. Everyone hates them now. Everyone's on Seattle, and that's why I like taking the points with Tennessee, in which I think is going to be a close game. I think it is going to be a field goal game. Seattle definitely could do I mean, at home, let Russ cook. Yeah, he definitely could get him in a position to kick a game-winning field goal. That's why we got the six and a half. I don't think Tennessee gets blown out here, and I think there's a high chance that Tennessee can establish the tempo of the game by coming out and running the ball, and I and they'll definitely be able to run the ball on, on Seattle. So I know the 12s are going to be out there. They're going to be loud, but I, I'll, take, I'll take Tennessee. This is one of my favorite, if not the favorite pick of the week, is Tennessee plus six and a half. I'll tease Tennessee up to 12 and a half. I think that's a solid bet. Um, probably look at the over in this game. Let me see where it's set at because both of these teams are, let's see. Ooh, 54. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, maybe tease it over 48. Cause I mean, there, there should be a lot of points in this game, but uh, 54. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds about all right to me. If it was uh, like 51, if I had to be more comfortable teasing it up and getting it down to, you know, over 45, but yeah, that's, that seems right to me. All right, Dallas at the Chargers. You know, part of me is like the, the line is Chargers are three and a half point favorite at home. And I think the public's going to come in and bet the shit out of Dallas. And, and you know, they looked good offensively, but they didn't really get pressured all that much. That's the one biggest thing until the second half. Dak didn't get pressured. And then when he did, he was looked off you could just tell he couldn't move and run like he used to which is probably to be expected but uh i i, I just can't i i can't take dallas here I, um chargers impressed me a lot they they did they um i thought they were going to lose that game and typically they lose that kind of game and it looks like they've kind of turned the page they've, they're ready to be the next team herbert looked great looked like a leader out there and uh, Dallas's defense is terrible. And Dallas just lost their best defensive end with a broken foot. So I think the Charger team is going to move. I, this could just be a shootout. And but I think I think the Chargers defense is going to get a little bit more pressure on Dak. Uh, Zeke doesn't look good at all. Um, who knows? Who knows what will happen there? But if I had to play this, I'd probably be on the Chargers um, minus three and a half. I don't really like that number, so I'm going to stay away from it. But I. I I wouldn't be surprised. I think the Chargers win this game, but I think you're going to see a lot of people uh, money line in Dallas, you know, playing the plus three and a half with Dallas, teasing Dallas up um, because of how good they looked against Tampa Bay in week one. And that's one thing that you got to do. You got to make sure you do not, you do not take what you, what you thought you knew <laughs> from week one and, and apply it to this. Forget everything that happened in week one. It's the best thing you can do when it comes to these bets because because week to week it things change a lot week to week in the NFL. 
But yeah, that's kind of like I like how Dallas and, and, and LA. Maybe, maybe if you really do like them, maybe we look at teasing. No, over 55. I mean, oh, that feels like it could be a high scoring game. So yeah, that feels right. Ooh, I love this pick. Last one, Sunday Night Football. Kansas City at Baltimore. Uh, I know we have Monday Night Football, but I'll do a separate video on Monday Night. But Kansas City at Baltimore. I'm laying the minus, and I already have. I've bet it. Uh, I've laid minus three and a half. I don't like the number at all, but I think Kansas City has shown over the last couple of years they dominate Baltimore. Since that one time Baltimore came in and beat them several years back, everyone thought that maybe Baltimore was the kryptonite to Kansas City. Kansas City has proved them wrong after that and have whooped up on them. Last year they whooped up on them uh, by four. It looks by only 14, but that, that game was way worse uh, than, than, than the score shows. Um, and, and it's just bottom line. I think Kansas City has figured out Baltimore. And I don't like that Baltimore's coming off a short week. They had that emotional game and they looked terrible against the Raiders. And and I, I Lamar looked a little a little frustrated out there. He looked like he was trying to do too much. It looked like he was literally trying to be Superman. I mean, yeah, he lost a bunch of his running backs, but he looked, he didn't look like the Lamar. Uh, that we're used to seeing. I think this defense is going to be a lot tougher on him. And I was not impressed with Lamar throwing the ball. I don't think that they can move the ball down the field. If they get behind, I think they are screwed in this game. And uh, we all saw, I mean, I'm, I'm not super high on Kansas city. Uh, I think I'm just kind of normal with Kansas city. They're a great team. They're probably going to be a super bowl contender, obviously, but I, I don't think anything more than that. And um, they proved it last week. They, they proved, Hey, look, we're still Kansas city. We're still down 12 at half. No big deal. Give us, give us the third quarter. And we're, we're going to wipe that, 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 that lead away real fast. I mean, they can go down and score in two plays, 75 yards. They, they have all the weapons to do it. Baltimore does not. And I think that's a big difference here. And uh, Baltimore's, you know, defense is all banged up too. And, you know, uh, Jimmy Smith, when, when Baltimore, has Jimmy Smith on the field. They're 14 and 7 ATS last few years. When he's not, they're 7 and 8. It's not it doesn't look like he's going to be back for this game either. And that's just another I, that that defense uh it, Kansas City's going to pick them apart. I'll lay the three and a half. I think this is one of the better bets of the week because I think the line, this line should probably be around 6. Um, I really do six and a half, six, but uh, because it's these two teams and they're expected to be the ones that are going to be, you know, playing at, you know, in the AFC championship against each other, that that's why the line is uh, respected and is at minus three and a half. Uh, Kansas City is going to win this game easy. And I'm very confident in that one. I'm so confident. I would even tease Kansas City. I'm going to lay, lay, but I'll throw Kansas City and teasers, even with a bad number of plus two and a half. I'll probably end up doing a seven point teaser to get the plus three and a half, but you know what I mean? Like I, I, that's how confident I am with Kansas City winning this game. All right, people, that was it. That's week two NFL best bets. What you know, kind of going over everything. Like I said, you want my card? You want everything else? If you made it this far in the video, thanks, thanks for hanging out. Um, this goes up on locals first, then it goes up on YouTube. So uh, there's there's only one thing you can do if you want to get access to everything. That is, you go to gameon.locals.com. You enter promo code game on after you sign up, sign up for free. And then you go to the managed subscription part and uh, you sign up there and you use game on, and you get you one free month. After that, it's only $2 a month, people $2 a month. Come on, come on. I, I guarantee you, you're going to like it. Uh, you get in there, you, you come join. I'll shout you out and just hop into the chat and come, come talk with us. We've got stuff going on all day right now. I mean, right now, let me pull up the chat. I got it going over here. What do we got? Um, I know I threw in a teaser pick that I like for tonight. I got that. 
We got David in there. We got Zage in there. We got Heavy Steps in there. Just posting a bunch of pics of some MLB stuff that they like. I mean, if you're if you're interested in in just a good fun community, people that want to actually help and work together, um, even if you're just a casual better, it's it's a fun time. Uh, especially when the games are going on. Last night was so much fun in in, in the live chat while we're talking about the game. Um, it's you know play by play. It's just it's it was a fun time. So. Come check it out, gameon.locals.com. Enter promo code GAMEON, get you one free month. All right, people. I'll have more content up this week, but uh, I wanted to give you a quick overview of how I'm feeling with the bets for week two. As always, good luck and game on.